diapering of babies. Well, please tell me more. Because radio reaches people, including those hard-to-get young people. Radio goes where they go and talks their language, recognizing the importance of contemporary sound. And the sounds are instantly recognizable as belonging to the in-groups currently on top of the charts. CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. It's wild. Do you need an upgrade to the soundtrack to your life? Maybe a song from a film or a tune from TV. Radio Free Gak brings you sounds of the cinema, along with the songs that will be defining your future and the forgotten classics that need a little rescue. Radio Free Gap, Monday evening, 7.30 till 9, p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Monday morning feels so bad. Everybody seems to know.
And good afternoon. You're listening to Stereoscopic Readout here on 101.9 FM CITR UBC Campus Radio. And I am Darren bringing you Garage Rock, Freak Beat, Acid Punk, Folk Rock, Prog, and other socially relevant artifacts from 1965 to today, including Psychedelia. I forgot about that. Aye. And today we've got a special for you because we're going to be on for, well, we, I, I'm with you, us, we are going to be on for three whole hours tonight. Um, Bleak is taking the evening off. He's, I believe, still down in Tacoma um, with his family. I'm not sure exactly. Or he could be doing something else. I think last, well... Anyway, I'm not going to speculate on what he does with his spare time. But we got three hours to kill, and I'm going to bring you a special broadcast today, parts one and two of Australia and New Zealand, 1965 to 1971. And that, of course, we just heard the Easy Beats, probably the most recognizable byproduct of that part of the world in that period of time um sure the sure the bgs would probably be more recognizable uh in terms of being an australian band but they're not technically an australian band they were from britain they moved to australia when they were young started the band there had actually one hit in australia before they relocated back to the uk and had a wildly successful career there into the 70s as we all know but at that point in time i think the certainly the the easy beats were the biggest or the first rock and roll band to hit big with that song friday on my mind in the uk and in the united states uh they were not the first australian band to hit big that would have been the seekers but uh yeah the uh easy beats certainly known for that song also known for the song sorry which we're going to be getting to later on in the show and a few other pretty cool tracks, one of which uh, is this one, Good Times. Everybody say, everybody do. place will be mine A merry, merry wanna be with you
The Friends of CITR card scores you in-store discounts at Beat Street, Red Cat, Vinyl, Scratch, and Audio Pile. Support Vancouver's finest indie radio station and pick up your card today. What do you want to do with your life? I want to rock.
And we are back with, <clears throat> excuse me, our special look at the garage freak beat and psych music of Australia and New Zealand in 1965 through 1971. Um, pretty much the first half of the show. It's going to be essentially, I think, divided into two parts. The first part of tonight's show is going to be mainly devoted to garage and freak beat. And then we're going to get into more suitably psychedelic sounds in ooh, the second half of tonight's show uh started that set off with the easy beats whom we are going to hear from again later on in the show actually a couple more times during the show uh with good times a song which you may be or it may sound familiar to you because it was covered in the late 80s by in excess and some other guy but uh that was the original version of it, the Easy Beats. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Making the voyage to the UK in 66, where the uh, the big hit Friday on, the, on My Mind, which we've already played, happened. Um, damn, I forgot what I was going to say. Yes. They did return to Australia in 67 and would end up breaking or would break up in 69. A little bit of trivia is that George Young, I believe he was the guitar player. I would have to actually, let me just see this. Yeah, rhythm guitar, George Young on rhythm guitar, the older brother of Malcolm and Angus Young of ACDC. George would go on to produce their ACDC's first six albums. Uh, we then heard from Tony Worsley and the Blue Jays with How Can It Be? The Vince Maloney sect with No Good Without You. Um, the Jet Set with What Did the Man Say? And another of the bigger Australian bands, which which never really made it, who never really made it outside of Australia, The Missing Links, we're going to be hearing from them also later on in the show, I think. Oh, possibly not. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking at my set list. Uh, that was all you're going to hear from the missing links tonight. Might be able to fit in something else later uh, with your driving me insane. New Zealand also had its fair share of bands. Although, unlike Australia, Australia kind of appears to have had an idiosyncratic sound. Very beat-oriented. Not so much, say, Beatles-esque pop orientation, but certainly an, um, showing signs of being influenced by the Stones very strongly and other such bands as, such as them. New Zealand, on the other hand, a lot of the bands you're going to hear out of New Zealand until the advent of the psychedelic era seem to be, I would say, either cover bands or tribute bands. There were a lot of bands which basically re-recorded... Um, say songs made popular by british bands which were then released in new zealand one of these bands is tomorrow's love which not surprisingly do a cover of seven and seven is which we're going to listen to in a minute but there were also new zealand bands dedicated to say honoring the birds or the action but from uh, garagehangover.com, which is a good site, I highly recommend you visit it one of these days because there's all kinds of neat stuff there. We're going to listen to 
Kiwi band called Tomorrow's Love. This is their cover of Seven and Seven. Is. Spend six or nine months getting involved in communities across Canada. If you are between 17 and 21, not sure about your next step for college or university, want to meet people from all over Canada and want to put something impressive on your resume, then listen to those that got a life. Check out gokatimovic.com. That's go, K-A-T-I-M-A-V-I-K.com. Come on, get a life. When you experiment with cut-ups over a period of time, you find that some of the cut-ups seem to refer to future events. Well, we went on to exploit the potentials of the tape recorder. Now, back to modern times. Tapes, tapes, Cut up, slow down, speed up, run backwards, inch the tape. That means uh, working back and forth across the tape head. Hey, girls. Move a little closer. Play several tracks at once. Cut back and forth between two recorders. Copyright infringement. Infringement. Copyright infringement. Oh no! I pressed the wrong button again. Sample. So cut-ups put you in touch with what you know and and do not know that you know. Exquisite Corpse, Thursday, 7:30 to 9 p.m. on the mighty CITR Radio 101.9, Vancouver. This is not all rock and roll, dude. 
with get the picture um actually kind of reminds me something i should probably bring up there was a period of time uh speaking of quote-unquote colonials there was a period in time back in the 60s when colonies like former british colonies like canada especially british columbia and australia and new zealand um we're almost more britain than british than britain was um i've heard that from at least one person uh, that's how uh one person i used to know had put it but uh it is kind of true places like vancouver and i guess would say melbourne or auckland very stead very conservative very white bread shall we say and while i was doing some research for this show tonight um, I was quite fascinated to find out and I had to ask my mother for confirmation or at least some sort of uh, insight about how this applied to Canada and Vancouver. Um, reading a recollection of a girl who was, I would assume in her late teens and early 20s in the mid 60s, uh, she said in middle class, in quote unquote white middle class society, it was actually quite taboo to have your ears pierced. Um, it was something that the quote-unquote ethnic population did. And this girl actually hadn't didn't have her ears pierced until she was 30, which I would assume um, wouldn't have been until the 1970s. Um, I think actually my parents are probably listening to this, so I'm not going to go into any of the anecdotes that my mom regaled me with, but uh, interesting insight into the cultural milieu of 1966, as it were clip-on earrings ruled the day Uh, started that set with the loved ones and speaking of in excess earlier in excess would also cover a loved one's track twice in during their career but uh not that track that was more than love uh sorry loved ones are coming up next i'm getting ahead of myself started off with tomorrow's love with a cover of love seven and seven it's followed with pilgrims five and and blue the moods with rum drunk marty roan and the soul agents had 13 women and the last thing you heard again was the wild colonials with get the picture as i mentioned this actually is the loved ones with more than love
stereoscopics look at Australia and New Zealand 1965 to 1971 parts one and two tonight three-hour show um, if you're tuning in bleak will not be with us again tonight I'm covering until nine <clears throat> when Ben comes in and brings you live from Thunderbird radio hell that is excuse me nine to eleven at eleven. Linus is here with Hypnotic Groove, and then 12 midnight till 6 a.m., Pierre hosts Oral Tentacles. That is your listening pleasure for the rest of the evening here on 101.9 FM, CITR. 
anyway, where were we at? Started that set with The Loved Ones and More Than Love, followed with The Master's Apprentices, who were pretty much one of Australia's biggest bands going at the time. Um, we're going to be hearing more from them, well, also in the next set, and then a little feature on them later on. Uh, that was Poor Boy, very obviously influenced by the Rolling Stones there. And then The Creatures with Ugly Thing. Um very apropos song because there is a great series of uh, compilations dealing with Australian beat music and freak beat and psych uh, entitled Ugly Things. There are four volumes that I'm aware of and I'm playing. Most of what I'm actually playing for you tonight is off those four volumes. I've got pretty much through volume one and we're into volume two here. I followed that with The Cult and You're Just My Kind. And then the last song you heard there was Ray Columbus and the art collection with Kick Me. Um, as I said, the lion's share of what I'm playing tonight is off the Ugly ugly Things compilations. Uh, there's a couple of other comps. Nuggets Box Set Volume 2 has a few important Australian bands. We're going to be listening to a few of those in the next set. There's also psychedelic Midas Touch, which we're going to be getting into in about an hour or possibly more. But uh, yeah, we've got two hours left in the show, um, and then it's live from Thunderbird Radio Hell. So hey, without further ado, these are the Atlantics with Come On.
with you on 101.9 FM CITR and this is Stereoscopic Readout's look at Australia and New Zealand 1965 to 1971 uh, we're having a bit of technical difficulties oh how do you know what about that There we go. That was the song I meant to play. I don't know why it's not playing that. There we go. This is Master's Apprentices, Buried and Dead. Uh, come back. No, not that one. There we go.
Okay, that was Master's Apprentices with Buried and Dead. Started that with The Atlantics and Come On, followed with The Easy Beats and Sorry. You may find that song familiar, if not from the Nuggets British Empire and Beyond box set, but certainly from, I think it was a Gap ad they had on with Dennis Hopper. Oh, good God, about seven years ago or something like that. Uh, the Elois, or the Eloa, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's E-L-O-I-S. I'm given to understand it's a reference to Lord of the Rings, but I can't remember. Uh, the song is called By My Side and the Black Diamonds with I Want, Need, and Love You. Most of those actually big hits from 1967, which is sort of like the twilight era for beat music in Australia. That was where things kind of changed. There was a brief period where there was some really good psych music going on, and then into the realm of hard rock and progressive rock, which we'll be finishing the show with tonight. Hopefully I don't run out of time. But uh, without further ado, in that case, we are going to carry on with some Four Strangers on 101.9 FM, CITR, UBC Campus Radio in Vancouver.
Well, that ended quite suddenly, didn't it? Uh, coming to the end of part one, not that there's an actual difference between uh, the beginning of part two and the end of part one, but uh, part one of our look at Australian and New Zealand garage freak beat and psych and, I guess, getting into the prog territory of the early 70s, parts one and two tonight here on 101.9 FM CITR. If you're just tuning in, expecting to hear Bleak with Exquisite Corpse, he's not in tonight. And I am Darren. I'm the host of Stereoscopic Readout. You're probably familiar with my voice from the arse end of my show usually. But uh, you're going to be with me for another hour and a half tonight because we're doing... uh, Three-hour special on Antipodean artifacts. Um, what do we have there? Do 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 do. Started that set off with the Four Strangers and Sad and Lonely. I followed that with Derek's accent and Ain't Got No Feeling. The Hergs with Style of Love. And then Barrington Davis, Power Packed and Raining Teardrops. And the last thing you heard was sent. Excuse me, Jeff St. John and the Id with Sunroid sixty seven. Um, we will be hearing from Jeff St. John and the Id again, possibly, I don't know. Um, there's another song he's got called Eastern Dream, which is just kind of a big load of cheese. Uh, the only reason I really played that song was because it's got a flute in it. And my personal watchword wa- with, as it regards music is if it's got a flute in it, it's good. There you go. So... Ooh, where are we at here? Going to carry on because we've got a lot of music to still get through. Um, going to be hearing from some more, a couple more bands from New Zealand in this next set. Starting off with the Dave Miller set. I stood close to a girl that I knew For many a beautiful day Trying to tell her our love wasn't right In a kind and most gentle way Why do the words in my head Never seem quite the same When I speak them and say Sorry young girl but I'm And please don't feel blue And as the tears from her eyes begin falling I ask myself, what did I do? Keeps crying, don't go 
to know what's going on around town? LiveMusicVancouver.com is the Lower Mainland's comprehensive source for live music listings. We've got more than 350 shows listed at any time, and our listings are updated continuously by hundreds of the very people who put on the shows you love. Artist information and MP3s are accessible right from the listings, as are maps and calendars for virtually every venue in the city. All this and tons more totally free at LiveMusicVancouver.com. I'm Peter Mansbridge, and you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
excuse me, into part two of our look at Australian psych garage freak beat and ooh, getting into Prague territory by the end of the program, probably um, <clears throat> taking over from Bleak tonight. Bleak is out of town again. Started that set off with... What did I start the set off with? Oh, why, why, why? A cover of Paul Revere and the Raiders by New Zealand's Dave Miller set. Although when they recorded that, most of their career was spent in Australia. Followed that with another cover by another New Zealand band, the Clevedon Airs, and Up the Wooden Hills to Bedfordshire, that being a Small Faces cover. Then back to Australia with Machine Gun Kelly's Rejects. And uh, hands down, probably best name of the evening so far with I'm Going Back, The Others, and Why Can't She Be Mine. And then another, um, I think probably one of the biggest New Zealand bands at the time, the Lottie Daz with How Is The Air Up There. So by, I guess you could say that what we're looking at tonight covers two periods in um, Australian music. First being the, not the first one, uh, that there was in Australia, but the first one we looked at tonight being the sort of beat boom. Um, I guess Australia having that sort of frontier spirit, that um, pioneering spirit, that rough and tumble pub sort of culture mixed with, I, I would assume, the... And I'm trying to... I'm basically making this... No, I'm not making this up as I go along kind of ad-libbing this i'm hoping there are no australians actually listening to me talk right now if you're in the bathroom good um if you've been listening to the music and just cut out to the bathroom that's fine probably something to do with that uh i guess being outlaw mentality that's what i was looking for kind of an outlaw spirit in australia contributing to what i would what i would say is probably the best beat sound there was going in 65 and 66 um Comparable to the best stuff coming out of Sweden, which uh, was another home for some really, you know, primal, unhinged beat music at the time. But certainly in Sweden, just great beat bands were not a dime a dozen like they were in Australia and New Zealand for that uh, for that matter. Where is I going with this? Of course... Um, the beat, the beat boom kind of lasted into towards the end of 67. When the rest of the world had gone on to psych music, uh, things changed a little bit more slowly in Australia. And the period from 68 uh, through to 1970 can best be described as a transitional period. A lot of Australian and New Zealand bands tried out this whole psych sound. Some of them, and I have to say that many of them actually did really, really well, comparing with the best um, pop psychedelia that was out there at the time. But it was not to be um, rough and tumble beat music was more the idiom that suited um, Australia. And by 1970, most bands had reverted to, I guess, uh, hard rock, um, kind of that boogie sound and certainly long-winded guitar solos and more progressive sounds. But there was a brief period when certainly after Cream and Jimi Hendrix hit it big that Australia fell for the psych sound like nine pins. And we're going to be getting into that starting now-ish. This is 
a band which kind of started off as a beat combo and actually this is sort of like i guess the crossover they're kind of a freak beat um and i guess psych pop act and i'm talking about the twilights and this is their cover of the yardbirds i'm not talking here on 101.9 fm citr
Australia's um, infamous, I mean, infamous Twilights. Uh, a set of their music, starting with a cover of the Yardbirds, I'm Not Talking, and then probably their two biggest Australian hits, Kathy Come Home and Time in Motion, Study Man, followed by What a Silly Thing to Do. And then the last track you heard was Paternoster Row. They were kind of infamous in Australia, uh, certainly very accomplished musicians. Uh, they did win a nationwide battle of the band's first prize of which was some recording time or something to do with going to uh or a trip to the england where they relocated for a bit tried to make a go of um the swing in london as the easy beats had done but found that the odds were kind of stacked against them being foreigners i mean even if they were from an english-speaking former british colony um and despite the fact that there was a lot of talent in London at the time, it was still a very insular place, and it kind of still is in a way, but that's a whole other story. Um, London expects you to pay your dues before anybody will pay attention to you, and certainly the Twilights didn't get anywhere. In fact, they were in one point, in one instance, uh, kind of stabbed in the back by the Hollies. But they did come back to Australia. Um EMI Records in Australia actually had to seek a court injunction to prevent them from playing their sort of tribute to Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band because things being released later in Australia than they would be in the UK or in in the United States. Um, Many bands obviously had family members back in, quote, the old country in England who would ship them copies of Beatles albums and so forth long before they were available in shops in Australia, and the Twilights were no exception, and they became very adept at learning entire albums very quickly and then performing these albums on stage. Um, EMI Records in Australia had to seek a court injunction to prevent them from doing this with Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band because they had a copy before anybody else did in Australia. However, they eventually called it a day in 1969. We're going to be hearing something from singer Terry Britton's solo project um, that he engaged in later on in his career in 1969-1970. But first, we're going to get to some more easy beats, because uh, we have played a, f- played a couple of songs by them earlier in the show. They certainly did. Uh, they were pretty much Australia's number one band in, in the 60s. And where, where did I go here? Yes. This is... Another earlier track by them, this is going out of my mind. So worthwhile Cause I 
I guess if you're looking for a definition for the word camp, <laughs> that would pretty much be it. Uh, that was a brief set of easy beats. Uh, started with Going Out of My Mind, one of their classic earlier songs. And um, in the middle, it was supposed to be the full-length album tr- uh, version of Do You Have a Soul? But uh, I don't know what that was. We got my track listing, listing mixed up. And then from Ugly Beats, I mean, sorry, Ugly Things number four. <laughs> peculiar hole in the sky you, you just, i can't i can't not love that song um now if you want camp oh boy do we have more for you in a nanosecond here um because we are heading into full-on psych territory <clears throat> here on 101.9 fm citr this is Oh, we're in the middle of our... Th- we're in, head into the beginning of hour three of our look at Australian and New Zealand. Garage, Freak Beat, and Psych Artifacts, 1965 to 1971. Stereoscopic readout is the show. Bleak is off tonight, as I've mentioned many times, but if you're tuning in uh, wondering where Bleak is, he's... I am assuming he's out of town. Um, actually, I'm not going to start with some high camp. I am going to start with... Well, something campy enough. I, I This is House of Nimrod. I believe that they are another band from... Yes, they are another band from New Zealand. New Zealand taking very readily to the psych sound. And you're going to be hearing a bunch of songs off Ugly Things Volume 4. It's, it's a great, great, great album. Um, it's all... You know, it's not quite, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Some of it is very cream sounding. Some of it is very campy. Some of it is just 
playing out there. Um, all of it is quite, quite wonderful. Uh, this is, as I said, uh, New Zealand's House of Nimrod with Slightly Delic. I will make sure the truth's never known 
Festival presents Jeff Berner, Veda Hilly, and Dan Mangan at the Railway Club Wednesday, June 3rd. Catch a taste of this year's folk festival at your favorite Vancouver venue. A live review, a live preview of the music you'll hear at Jericho Beach this July. From the witty through the irreverent to the profound, these three songwriters will delight and inspire with accordion, piano, and guitar. Ticks are available at the door. Visit www.thefestival.bc.ca for more information.
another track from the Dave Miller set, hailing from New Zealand, but uh, moved to Australia and spent most of their career there. That was probably their biggest hit in 1969, a cover of Air Appearance, Mr. Guy Fox. That set, ooh, I should actually look at that because I deviated a little bit from the plan. Uh, started with, yeah, started with New Zealand's House of Nimrod. Uh, with slightly delic, kind of a little bit of a piss take on uh, the whole psych scene kind of thing. Actually, most I think what they, most of the stuff that I think, at least the stuff that appears on Ugly Things Volume Four, much of it seems to be like they're taking the piss. Uh, certainly, the song after that too, uh, "Hypnotic Suggestion" by the Vegetable Garden, which apparently was a Perth band, um, but was really only a. A studio concoction, a bunch of studio musicians putting um, out a single to cash in on the psych movement. And therefore, apparently that single is so rare, you're not even allowed to point at it. Uh, Vit and the World, whom I believe we've already heard from tonight with Tiny Timothy. And then The Love Machine, who we've definitely heard from tonight, although when you heard from them... They were entitled, or they were named the Black Diamonds. Um, I Want, Need, and Love You was the track you heard earlier. That was the Lonely Hearts Club, sorry, Lonely Hearts Club Christmas Party. Um, any of you who are familiar with the show and regular listeners will know that that is the show or the song I open my Christmas shows with. Um, speaking of which, if you're listening to us on the radio, you may pick us up more clearly if you're listening to us on streaming audio at www.citr.ca you can listen to us i think in there's a number of formats i think you can listen to us in but it's all streaming it's all live or you can download a podcast from any and all of your favorite shows because i believe mm, i would wager that 90 percent of the shows on citr are podcast and you can download them and i'm happy to say that Pretty much all the shows I've ever done are now uh, podcasts. So thanks for Ben for setting that up, giving me some more bandwidth, some more storage space to uh, host all that stuff. And then Dave Miller set uh, with Mr. Guy Fox. Uh, the last band that we're going to feature um, or do a feature on is pretty much the third of the really big Australian bands of that period. And we're talking about the Masters Apprentices, whom we've already heard from twice this evening. Uh, they did actually have a huge, didn't really break big in Australia until 1967, which ironically was kind of a pivotal year for them. Uh, lineup changes and trying to keep with the times. Unfortunately, their singer slash rhythm guitar, well, uh, Excuse me. Um, <laughs> the trouble began earlier in 67 when their rhythm guitarist or one of their guitarists actually suffered a collapsed lung on stage. Uh, but worst was yet to come later on in that year. Their singer had a nervous breakdown in Hobart, Tasmania, and uh, in, was forced to go on stage or else they wouldn't get paid and they would have no money to get back to Sydney. So not unlike Sid Barrett um, at the excuse me, International Love-In show in, I think, May or June of 1967 at the Alexander Palace. He was forced to go on stage and basically stood there in a catatonic state. He was eventually released from the band 
on his return to Sydney. Um, later on, they hit massive in Australia with uh, the song Living in a Child's Dream, which we will be hearing momentarily. Unfortunately, a free show in Sydney outdoors at a park turned into a riot. <laughs> And at that point, they decided to kind of regroup and rethink the whole thing. There were a couple more lineup changes. It wouldn't be until, I think, 1970 that Masters Apprentices would score their monster smash hit in Australia, Turn Turn On Your Radio, Um, a song which was actually commemorated with a stamp by the Australian government. There was a bunch of... um, There was a stamp series issued in Australia... um, the Easy Beats had a stamp. Uh, the Masters Apprentices had a stamp commemorating um, Australian bands and songs that were pivotal in breaking open Australian music in the 60s and 70s. I think that's actually an excellent idea. I would uh, be very, very impressed if Canada Post ever did something like that. But that's neither here nor there, and we're running out of time. Um, oh, right. I was supposed to play some promos. I will be getting to those in a minute, but... Uh, Up next, we've got the Master's Apprentices, but first, some noise. If it makes noise, it has some merit. He creates this outcry, this clamor. He creates this nightmare of noise. If it makes noise, it has some merit. He's a sonic mess, basically. The discordant notes are just a hubbub, a cacophony. If it makes noise, it has some merit. He creates a disturbance because he's basically... Disturbed. If it makes noise, it has some merit. Basically, this is a worthless racket. The man is mentally incompetent. For the most ear-splitting forays into noise, prog, early industrial, no wave, plunderphonic, psych, and altogether way out sound, tune into a noise with your host Luke Meat every Wednesday from 11:30 a.m. to 1 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM. A noise. Music that isn't in its right mind. Hey man, this is Big J Magneto. Man, if you want to hear all the great sounds, you got to listen to this cat, man, because it's, you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM, the greatest sound.
FM CITR, you're coming to the end of the stereoscopic three-hour special on Australian and New Zealand music from 1965 to 1971. Um, I would assume I'd call it parts one and two, but it was really all one big thing. Uh, ben is up next with Live from Thunderbird Radio Hell. I can't see whether or not he's got anybody playing live tonight. I don't think so. I didn't notice anybody setting up. But, um... Oh, what did you listen to? You listened to a set of Master's Apprentices tunes. Started with Barefoot When I Saw Her, which is one of their later songs. But then, um... Went into... Excuse me. War or Hands of Time, which I think actually may stake a claim as... The, one of the first Australian protest songs, or uh, politically aware songs, is certainly dealt with, uh, certainly inspired by Australia's involvement with uh, in Vietnam. Um, Australia actually did institute a conscription in 1975 in order to meet manpower requirements for their... Um, rather small by the, the size of the commitment that the United States made to Vietnam, but certainly large when you consider the, uh, the Australian population at the time. Uh, some members of the Master's Apprentices did find uh, that they, they were eligible for the draft. However, they didn't find a way out of the draft by joining what's—I um, can't remember what it's called in Australia. We would refer to it as the militia, or the British would refer to it as the territorial army. They served in Australia and had to come up with some very creative ways to grow their hair long and still <laughs> meet the haircut requirements for the Australian Army. Um, and then followed that with their biggest hit until uh, the early 70s, Living in a Child's Dream. That was their big breakthrough hit in the latter half of 1967. And then the last song you heard was A Dog, A Siren, and Memories. Uh, that is essentially it for me this evening. I got one last song for you. It's a good one. It's a long one. It's a song by... Somebody called Tom Thumb. Actually, I don't have any information on this. This is from a, a comp called Psychedelic Midas Touch. 
But uh, the track's called Ledgate Hill. It's been fun. I will be back for the regular 90 minutes. I'm assuming that Bleak will be back next week as well. But uh, tune in anyway, if you would. And that's it for us. This is Tom Thumb with Ludgate Hill on Stereoscopic Readout, 101.9 FM CITR.
if you look into a book, you might just say, I had fun just like run. DMC and Jay. Uh-huh. Flash your friends of CITR card and get discounts at Lucky's Comics, RX Comics, Magpie Magazine, People's Co-op Bookstore, and Spartacus Books. Support CITR and pick up your comics.